Do you have an idea for a podcast, but you don't know where to start? Maybe you're overwhelmed by all the tech or you're convinced nobody will actually listen to you. Well, I'm Shauna Game. After nine and a half years as a professional podcaster, at this show, everyone's talking money. And 25 million downloads later, let me tell you the secret to a profitable podcast. It is building a solid foundation, your podcast roadmap before you launch. That's why I created the Podcaster Class, a fast-paced group cohort podcasting for profit eight-week style NBA program. The Podcaster Class is immersive, comprehensive, and insanely motivational. If you want to create a podcast, DIYing a launch is just not the way to go. In the Podcaster Class, you'll get the tools, tips, and strategies to create a podcast that resonates with listeners and one you can be proud of. Get this. 90% of podcasters never make it to episode three. That's 2.8 million podcasters who just quit. So to be a top podcaster, you only need to publish 21 episodes, but you got to make them good. So in the podcaster class, I'm taking the mystery out of how to create, launch, and profit from your podcast so you can create a top 1% podcast just like this one. The May cohort is now open for enrollment. Classes start May 22nd. There are only 15 spots open. You are going to learn podcasting with me and 14 other amazing people. You can learn all the details at thepodcasterclass.com. Use code podcast when you sign up for $100 off. That's thepodcasterclass.com. You know I'm a big fan of enjoying life while still being smart financially. That's why I love ButcherBox. I can get a variety of high-quality meat, seafood, chicken, and pork at an amazing value, all with exclusive member deals delivered to my door with free shipping always. One thing I just never wanted to cut out of my spending plan is eating good food. And with ButcherBox, I don't have to, and neither do you. Where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Yes, you heard that right. One of my favorite go-to dinners is a salmon bowl. I'm not even a huge salmon lover, but ButcherBox's wild-caught salmon is Oh, so good. I make a nice little marinade, saute some veggies, cook the salmon, and throw in some weiss. And it is an amazing dinner. If you want to take less trips to the grocery store and always have prepared meat in the freezer for a lot less money, you need ButcherBox in your life. Sign up at butcherbox.com etm and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash etm. Hey, I'm Shauna Compton Game. This is Millennial Money, and today we're talking what you need to know about Airbnb your place. Millennial Money with Shauna Compton Game. It will expand your brain. I think it's so fascinating that, you know, really this this fintech, they call it fintech, financial technology kind of emergence has happened in the wake, I guess, of millennials and kind of how you have changed 
the economy, how you're changing the where people eat, how you're changing how people shop, how you're changing so many different kind of old school facets of life. And one of the things that is certainly being changed by millennials is how we travel, how we vacation, and also how we make money. And, you know, I'm working on this project that um, has just been sort of a love of labor for quite some time that I can't wait until I can actually tell you about it. But I've been reading all sorts of different statistics about, you know, millennials and kind of this side gig uh, economy that has been created. And it's no surprise that, you know, a lot of people are finding it hard to find good paying jobs in the economy. So you come up with your own job, your own business. And, you know, that's what's really kind of started the the side hustles, the side gig. But really, it's just an entrepreneurial movement with millennials out of, I think, you know, a need to either make more cash because everything's so freaking expensive or B, because the jobs are just not there. Or I think there's actually a C, which is this newfound creativity with millennials that, you know, I think more so than any other generation before that you can create something, you can create a change, you can create an app, you can create a product, you could create the next Facebook, or it doesn't even have to be the next Facebook, but it could be something, you know, significant that kind of, you know, meets a market need. And I think that's really exciting. It's really exciting for me because I'm a person who's just always thinking about ideas kind of exhaustingly. So I wish that I could turn off my brain a lot more than I actually do. But I think that's also what makes me unique and what makes me tick is that, you know, I I think about things differently. I think outside of the box and that's always what I'm trying to give you when we do these podcasts is give you just a different way of thinking about something, not necessarily that it's the right or wrong way, but maybe just open up your brain to think about something a little bit different, right? And to kind of ask yourself questions like, yeah, why do I do that? Or yeah, why don't I, why don't I do that? You know, all of those things. But, you know, so many people are dreaming of, you know, a side gig by Airbnb in your place, whether it's your home, your apartment, your condo, your garage, your tree house, whatever it is, you know, where you live. And it, it sounds so great, right? It's extra cash in your pocket, which is never a bad day. You know, a lot of times people will rent out rooms in their place. So you're meeting all sorts of interesting people, different people are staying with you and you're, you're a landlord. But there are so many money items to think about before you even list your property that I think people don't talk about enough because the minute you decide to Airbnb your property, you're in business, right? You're a home-based business. And even if you're not thinking about it that way, that's really what you are. And so it changes really the dynamic of your finances and the different things you need to think about. Not only does it give you all the good things, right? So it gives you extra cash. Um, Maybe it can even become, you know, a full-time income. I know plenty of people who you know, one, if, if you're a couple, maybe one person stops their, their regular job and literally becomes the landlord of, uh, the Airbnb rental. I also know a lot of people who have bought their first home as a vacation property, right? And because it was less expensive, maybe you bought it in a different city than where you live. And then you're renting out your Airbnb being that property 
And with the hopes of obviously making profit off of that and then being able to buy your first home. So there's a lot of really innovative things that are happening when it comes to, you know, vacation rentals and and Airbnb. Can you make extra cash? Yes. Can there be risks? Yes. But can you be smart and still make some good cash? Yes, right? There's a way to to do everything. It's just, again, about kind of this awareness of the different things you need to think about when you're deciding to Airbnb. And I think, you know, it's good to think about these things ahead of time, as with most money things, because when you have to do it in reverse, sometimes it could just be, not that it can't be done, right? But it can just be a little bit stickier. So, you know, long before Airbnb was even around, I know it's hard to imagine the days before Airbnb, but there were, the IRS created these rules around rental properties and taxes. And the first mistake that you can actually make is thinking that all the cash that you make is yours to pocket, right? Because remember, now you are business owner, you are a business owner of your place or of your vacation rental, uh, you know, whatever the structure is for you. But you know, you're in the business of renting out your property. And really what you need to remember is something called the 14 day rule. And if you forget this, the only thing you need to have in your brain is 14 days, because that's going to trigger these different rules. So if you rent out your house for more than 14 days, you actually do become a landlord in the eyes of the IRS. Remember in the IRS, it's who we pay our taxes to. It is, um, you know, kind of our, our, our parent, if you will, over our money, right? And so if you rent out your house for more than 14 days, that means you actually have to report that rental income on your tax return. But it also means that you could potentially be able to deduct rental expenses. So, you know, there's, there's obviously profit in Airbnb being your place, but sometimes you have to spend expenses to actually get people into your property, right? And because so many people now are Airbnb, if you live in certain, you know, cities, certain areas, it may be tough to compete with some of the other rentals around. So you may have to, you know, do some innovative things. But it gets complicated because you need to actually allocate costs between the time of the property is used for your personal purposes and the time that it is rented out. And this really means you have got to be great at keeping records, right? There, if you're renting out your place, if you're Airbnb in your place, the first thing you've got to just keep in mind is you have to account for the times you're using the property and the times that somebody else is using the property and then the income that is associated with that, just as you would a regular business. You know, I think sometimes people, I've heard so many different stories of people Airbnb in their place and like saying, well, I didn't realize that I had to like keep track of actually the income I was making. I was like, yes, you are running a business. You are running a business. If you are running any other business, would you keep track of the income? Well, yes. Okay. Well, we're dealing with the same thing, right? So if you use your place for more than 14 days, this gets a little tricky, or more than 10% of the number of days it's rented out, whichever is greater, it is considered a personal resident. You can deduct the rental expenses up to the level of the rental income, but you can't deduct the losses. I know that's that's complicated. Really, all you have to keep in mind is the 14-day rule. I'm going to have a link in the show notes 
that's going to have a lot more information from the IRS on this, but I just want you to be aware of this if you're thinking about Airbnb being your place. The number of days that you rent out versus the number of days that you actually live in the property does make a difference when it comes to taxes, when it comes to deducting expenses, um, and all of those sorts of things. So the definition that the IRS uses of, of personal use is actually pretty broad. Like most of the um, tax rules, there's some kind of gray area in there which can be tricky. So the personal use days, it could include any days that you or a family member actually use the house, even if your family member is not paying rent. Got it? So personal days also include things... um, Maybe you donated use of the house to a charity, or maybe you rented it out for less than you would normally charge. Like maybe you gave a discount to f- to a friend or or something like that. That actually does does count in this definition. And if you limit your personal use to fourteen days or ten percent of the time the vacation home is rented, it's considered a business. Again, you can deduct those expenses depending on your income, and you may be able to deduct up to $25,000 in losses each year. This could be important if you have a year where maybe you have to, um, I don't know, rehab your house or you have some sort of losses. Maybe your expenses were really high that particular year. Uh, maybe you spent money on marketing. I don't know, whatever whatever the case is, right? Um, that's why many vacation homeowners actually keep the time that they spend in their property down, right? Um, and, and fix up days, days that you're actually fixing up the property actually does not count as personal use. So if you're renting out either over or under this 14 day rule, you need to make sure that you keep again, really good records of the income and expenses. The weather is getting warmer. I'm so excited, and it is time to say goodbye to all those jackets and sweaters and hello to the shorts and t-shirts. I wanted to update my summer workout wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince, and I am in love. Quince is your go-to place from everything from premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless, 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part of all, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Okay, I bought the dreamiest pair of workout leggings and a bright pink workout top to match. Honestly, ladies, I gotta tell you, these leggings you need. The price cannot be beat, and I feel like a million bucks wearing this cozy workout-friendly outfit. I've worn it for like five days straight. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com etm for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash ETM to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash ETM. I'm going to be real with you. Identity theft is on the rise, and you do not want to wake up one morning and discover that your bank account has been emptied, or you're overdue on credit cards you never even applied for. We talk about this often on the podcast, but you don't realize how much of your information is available to scammers on the internet and how susceptible you and your family are 
to identity theft and fraud. I know, it's scary, but now you can get your data removed with Delete Me. That's why I personally choose Delete Me. Delete Me is a subscription service that removes your personal information from the largest people search databases on the web, and in the process helps prevent potential ID theft, doxing, and phishing scams. I just started using Delete Me and I got my regular personalized privacy report. <laughs> I was shocked what they found and removed. It was pages of information about me that I did not want online. Here's how it works. You sign up and provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. I cannot tell you how relieved I felt to have Delete Me. And you know, it's also a great service for your parents or grandparents to help protect them from identity theft. Delete Me is not just a one-time service. Delete Me is always working for you, constantly monitoring and removing the personal information you do not want on the internet. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me, now at a special price for my listeners. Today, get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com etm and use promo code etm at checkout. The only way you get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and enter code etm at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash etm. Go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use code etm for 20% off. In those moments when money is just not moving as fast as your dreams, Earnit provides the financial momentum you need to keep moving forward. Earnit is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. You just download the Earnit app and verify your paycheck. Then you access up to $100 a day as you work and you can leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. I honestly would use Earnin in lots of different ways, but what's on my mind recently is I need a night out. I need some good tacos to sip on a few virgin margaritas and celebrate you all helping this podcast earn 26 million downloads. Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability and security. Gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in Talkin' Money under podcast when you sign up. It will really help the show. Talkin' Money under podcast. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank, subject to your available earnings daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Okay, friend, I want to know, what are your money goals this year? Are you saving to buy a house or maybe a wedding or a dream vacation to somewhere tropical? If that's you, please, please take me with you. Or maybe you want to just grow your emergency fund because, let's be real, life is expensive. I want to make sure you reach your goals, so you need Monarch. That's why the Wall Street Journal named it the best app for growing your savings. Monarch is the top-rated, all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. You can create custom budgets, track progress towards your financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash etm. Here's what I love. Monarch is the most customizable budgeting app. 
You can change the layout of your dashboard. You can go between light and dark mode. You can create custom budgets and notifications. You can set up all of these automatic rules for your transactions and notifications and so much more. Monarch is obsessed with constantly improving their product. Get this. They release updates every two weeks, and they even allow customers to submit suggestions, vote on requested features, and view the product roadmap. This, my friend, is totally original. Plus, they will never sell your data to third party or show you ads. I think that's really important. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it is the top-rated personal finance app. And now, listeners of this show get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash etm. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash etm for your extended 30-day free trial. A couple of other things, you know, definitely set up a separate bank account where you flow that income and expenses out of. That's just going to really help you when it comes to tax time to figure out you know, what kind of income you did receive, maybe how many days that you did end up renting the property out. And another thing, if you're Airbnb in your property, please, please find a good accountant to work with. I know it's going to cost money, but again, you're running a business and what do business people do? They hire professionals to help them figure out these rules and figure out how to be compliant with these particular rules. And they also are super helpful with helping you figure out deductions and maybe things that you aren't thinking about. So it's definitely worth your time. If you're going to go into this, if you're going to get rental income, you should definitely think about hiring an accountant to help you out, right? And then use a great software. There's so many software options from QuickBooks to FreshBooks. There's all sorts of different ways to keep keep count of how much income you're making off those rentals and then you know what your expenses are. Um, I'm going to put a link to an article that I found that was really good about how to record your Airbnb income and expenses. Just something for you to read if you're if you're Airbnb right now, or if you're you know thinking about Airbnb. So the point, the moral of that whole story is: a find a really great accountant to work with. B be really organized. Be really diligent with your particular records. And C just know that. Most of the time, if you're airbnb your your property on a consistent basis, right, you're going to need to pay some sort of tax, income tax on that income because it's income. It's just like any other business. It just happens to be your place. So another thing you need to think about is the, the risk, the insurance angle, right? And most homeowner, homeowner, homeowner policies, that's what I'm trying to say, or renter policies don't cover claims from a home-based business, right? Remember, we're Airbnb, this is our home-based business. So if you're Airbnb, usually you have to get some sort of home-based business or landlord-type insurance policy. But again, the important thing is to talk to the professional. Talk to your insurance agent before you start renting out the property so that you can make sure you have the right type of policy in force. And the agent that you need to talk to is just the one that you get your your car insurance through or you have your homeowners or your renter's policy through. That's the same person that you're going to want to talk to you about this so that you can figure out, you know, the right way to approach this. So let's say you've got like, I don't know, a killer record collection in your place or just something that's, that's really awesome, right? 
So what happens if someone steals from your property? Well, this definitely can happen. And remember, it's it's all your stuff in your place. So one of the best pieces of advice I can give is just hide any valuables you have away in like a fireproof safe or better yet, a safe deposit box. Get it outside of your house because the last thing you want to do is tempt your guests with something super valuable. Like don't leave that super valuable baseball baseball card that like you covet, you know, sitting on the um the kitchen table or you know, something like that that just is is super valuable to you. Although it may be really cool to leave in your property and may, you know, kind of show off that you're, you know, this awesome baseball card collector, record collector, whatever it may be, right? Again, just don't tempt people. And I think, you know, especially if you're you're like myself, you know, you're really ethical and, you know, you would never go into somebody else's place and steal something. It doesn't mean that everybody is like you. And, you know, again, I've heard so many different stories of so many different things happening that it's just really important to kind of have your eyes and ears open and really be thinking about these things. And your homeowner's or renter's policy usually does not cover any theft at all, right? So the best thing about that is just to get it out of your house, get that tempting thing out of your house. Now, Airbnb does offer something called host protection, and this covers you as a host if you claim, if there's a claim for bodily injury or property damage, and their guarantee is up to a million bucks to cover damages by a paying, a paying guest, paying guest, hear my words there. Um, Again, I'm going to have a link in the show notes. If you have not checked out the Airbnb host protection program, really look at that. Even if you are already Airbnb, know what that covers and what it doesn't because Airbnb wants you to know this is not insurance. This does not cover personal liability. Like they're really clear in what it does and doesn't cover. So you just don't want to leave yourself exposed And I know I've talked about this on a lot of podcasts before in a lot of different ways, but I think this is one of the smartest money moves you can make, and it's really affordable. So having something called an umbrella policy, again, just as it sounds, it's an umbrella that goes over your homeowners, renters, car insurance, everything. It's just an umbrella of extra cash that if you you need it, Um, is there to provide additional liability protection on top of these, right? So again, if you're in a car accident and you're sued, your car insurance is only going to provide up to a certain amount of coverage. And if there's anything in additional, you would have to come out of pocket for that. Well, that could be a lot of money because I know a lot of people you know, when you're going after your car insurance, you're looking for, okay, what's the lowest amount of car insurance I can get? Well, doing so leaves a lot of potential exposure to you in the event of an accident that is your fault. (laughs) Um, There's other things that the umbrella policy covers, you know, liable, slander, um, you know, if somebody slips and falls on your particular property and sues you. So it's just 
a really good idea to talk to your, again, your car insurance agent, your homeowners, renters insurance agents should be all the same person and ask them about an umbrella policy. They're usually fairly, fairly inexpensive, way less expensive than your homeowners or renters insurance or definitely less expensive than your car insurance. But it is a way to leverage a bigger pot of cash should you need it right? Again, one of the smartest things you can do, but an umbrella policy could really help you in an Airbnb type situation. Again, you want to always talk to your insurance agent just to make sure that that your particular policy covers for this. But if, you know, somebody's renting out your property and let's say they slip and fall outside of the bathtub and then they sue you because they claim you should have had, you know, a better bath mat so they wouldn't slip and fall, you need to be protected because, you know, you could, you could, you could go bankrupt in an instant if somebody sued you for a lot of money. And I think we tend to always think about the glamorous sides of Airbnb, of all that cash, the extra money, but you also have to protect against the risk if something were to happen that, you know, you weren't there to prevent. It just it just happened. I mean, I've heard of crazy things like Um, I heard of a family who had one of the trampolines in their backyard. And it was funny when I was getting my certified financial planning designation, I was going to my classes, they were talking about trampolines is just like, no, (laughs) like, I don't care how much your kids like a trampoline, just don't have a trampoline or don't let anybody else's kid, but your kid, you know, jump on the trampoline. So kids were jumping on the trampoline. One of the kids fell outside the kind of safety net of the trampoline. The parents sued the parents of living there for a lot of money. They didn't have the cash to fight the lawsuit. You know, it was too expensive with the attorneys. Anyway, it was just so expensive. They ended up having to sell their house at a loss in order to pay off the lawsuit. So there's just all these like little nuances and little things that 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 you don't think about it's not your job to think about it right it's our the professional's job to let you know like hey this stuff can happen so you know if you're thinking about airbnb being your place or if you're already airbnb being you know think think of some of these these tips think about you know how you're set up how you're managing your income expenses definitely look at your risk exposure and then you know be aware of how many days you're actually renting out your property versus how many days you're staying at your property because it does matter in the eyes of the IRS. But I don't want to um, turn you away from Airbnb. I know it is a great source of cash for a lot of people. It is is helping a lot of people get out of a lot of situations. I've heard people you know, paying off debt, people being able to afford to go back for their master's degree and then get a better job. Um, you know, I've even heard of a situation of, you know, the extra cash providing money for their child's college fund. I mean, there's just a lot of exciting things that can be done. We just also need to think about, you know, all the little kind of exposure areas where it could turn this good thing into maybe a not so good thing. As always, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Shauna Game. And if you love this podcast, do me a friend do me a friend, do me a favor, shout it out to your friends, shout it out over social media and encourage everyone to at least check out an episode. 